0: Welcome everybody to a new episode of The Simple Christian. My name is Oswey. I uh, thank you guys for joining me today. Um, I wanted to continue this series that I started a few weeks ago with uh, my co-host Josh. It was on the top ten ways that unsaved people think they're saved. Again, top ten ways that unsaved people think they're saved. So what we're talking here is number one: it was I'm a good person, so people think that they're saved because. believe they've done good deeds right or they are ethically um up to par right they don't curse they don't yell they don't um call people names or whatnot number one was the sinner's prayer accepting jesus so they say stuff like well i'm saved because the sinner's prayer or because they um quite loosely may have said you know i accept christ as my lord and savior but there really was no um regenerate heart um they still walk in the wicked ways they're still conforming to the ways of the world and so usually um people like this they tend to show their colors pretty clear pretty early um and you know most of the arguments tend to be like i'm still early like you know they don't really see god but most of their most of their practices tend to be more like you know you can't judge me i'm still early in my walk with christ you're right You're still early, you're still a walk of Christ, but have you seek God? Have you been seeking fellowship? Have you been seeking the word? And so these are things that you would have to identify with someone who truly um, is or isn't a regenerate Christian, someone who's been totally saved. And so today I wanted to chit-chat a little here about I feel saved. So you're probably thinking like, wow, you can totally expand on that so much because salvation is so feelings-based. And it's not. And so you're like, what? Like, I was in church yesterday and I was worshiping God and like there was no other time prior to that that my salvation was just so alive. And if that's you then I I would urge you to look back at the scriptures because the Bible never says anything about feeling saved quote unquote. Right? See, salvation is a process by which the sinner is delivered from wrath. That is from God's judgment against sin. You can check that out in Romans five nine. Uh, he says, "Since therefore we have now been justified by His blood, much more shall we be saved by Him from the wrath of God." So, because of the blood shed that Christ endured on the cross, we've been saved by Him from the wrath of God. So, we've been saved from the wrath of God, right? Um, you can see like Romans chapter. Uh, five out of ten it says for if while we were enemies we were reconciled to god by the death of his son much more now that we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life and so it's not that we are saved by feelings but we are saved because of christ so we must make that the um, prominent thing of our salvation not that it's feeling based because i think feelings actually i don't even say feelings things. It's feelings are just not consistent. Can we all agree with that? You go off to the oceans and James says that um you're like the tossing of the waves, unstable, right? And so that is like how our feelings are. We can be semi-bipolar and you may think you're saved at one point and then you may think that you're that you lost your salvation at a, another point. And so that's why salvation is not feelings based, it's a position and so you've been positioned and in in, in in christ and we continue reading here i'm reading from godquestions.org and it says here our part in the salvation process is that we are saved by faith first we must hear the gospel right remember we hear the gospel guys remember romans how, how, how would others listen romans 10 i believe it's 13 and 14. let's check that out guys Romans 10. It says, For with a heart one believes and justified, and with a mouth one confesses and is saved. Verse 11. For the scripture says, Everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. Verse 12. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. Verse 13. For everyone who calls in the name of the Lord will be saved. And then here's the golden verse. Verse 14. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed and how are they to believe in him whom they have never heard and how are they to hear without someone preaching and so we must preach the gospel and we must hear the gospel because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god and he follows and says first we must hear the gospel the good news of jesus death and resurrection And here we have ephesians 1 in him you also when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, you were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Now, I'm not trying to get here in Calvinism or Arminian and talking about salvation. It's once saved, always saved. Or once you're saved, you can lose it. Uh, I do believe in the first. I believe that once you're saved, you're always saved. I believe you're sealed. And when something means sealed, it means something is capped. means no longer opened. And so a true believer is sealed, and a, uh, a true non-believer, they're not sealed, right? They're still living in their sin, or they're living in some sort of legalistic way to please God. And so that's what I believe, and we'll get to that at some point. Follows in here. Then, we must believe, fully trust the Lord Jesus. Romans 1.16 is to be unashamed, and a sacrifice alone. Let's continue following here. It says, we live in a feeling-oriented society, and sadly, that has spilled over into the church. But feelings are unreliable. Emotions are untrustworthy. I mean, let's pause there for a minute. I mean, you guys probably um, went through some situation. You guys probably went through a circumstance and, and thought something and felt something. And you come to find out it's actually not how you felt. It's not how you thought. And you're trying to somehow project that into the scriptures when the Bible says it's not. And the thing is, Christ is consistent. Our feelings are not. And so Jesus doesn't want us to rely on our feelings since our heart is depraved and wicked. He wants us to rely on his word, which is pure and consistent. I didn't work on that rhyme, but that's still happened to rhyme. And here we follow. They ebb and flow like the tide of the sea that brings in all kinds of seaweed and debris and deposit, them on the shore. Then go back out, eroding the ground we stand on and washing it out to sea. Such is the state of those whom emotions rule their lives. The simplest circumstances, a headache, a cloudy day, a word thoughtlessly spoken by a friend, can erode our confidence and send us out of sea. In a fit of despair, doubt and discouragement, particularly about the Christian life, are the inevitable result of trying to interpret our feelings as though they were true, but they're not. Again, so much going on in our lives, so much collision and colliding. And somehow in the midst of all that, we want to believe in 1 John 5 where he says, I write, to you, I write this to you children so you may know you are saved. You're clearly not going to find or you're not going to uh, come to that conclusion because you are basing your salvation on feelings. And so Christ says, don't do that. Don't do that. We go here. Let's go with 1 John. Mm-hmm. I wish I know how to sing. I can probably entertain you guys more. So here he says in 1 John 5.13, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. That you may know. John wasn't confused. He was not confused. You may know you have eternal life. Not that you may think or you may have an epiphany or that maybe tomorrow you won't have eternal life. So you have eternal security in Christ, and Christ alone and what Christ has done on the cross. That's the beauty of it. This is the problem with the I feel saved theology. The I feel saved theology or the I feel saved ideology is that everything is feeling based, not God based. And so let's see here before I close up with you guys. But the Christian who is forewarned and well-armed is a person not governed by feelings, but by the truth he knows. He does not rely on his feelings to prove anything to him. Relying on feelings is precisely the error most people make in life. They are so introspective that they become preoccupied, preoccupied with themselves, constantly analyzing their own feelings. They will constantly question their relationship with God. Do I really love God? Does he really love me? Am I good enough? What we need to do is stop thinking about ourselves and focus on our feelings. And ins- I'm sorry. Um, stop thinking about ourselves and focusing on our feelings and instead redirect our focus to God and the truth we know about him from his Word. So I believe in Scripture in the Corinthians, it says that we must take all thoughts captive in Christ Jesus. And so when christ says we're saved but our thoughts says we're not then christ take those thoughts captive and we say lord i feel this way i don't i don't i've I've sinned i don't know if i'm saved i've said this i don't know if i'm saved i don't read my bible as often i don't know if i'm saved and you've kind of fell in this conundrum where your salvation is somehow legalistic it's the more i do the more i feel if i attend church this sunday and i don't miss it then i know i'm saved because i've done this you know who do a lot of who who has a lot of these ideas? A lot of cults have this idea. That the more you do, the more impressing you've become, the more secure you are in Christ. And that is completely vanity. That that puts Christ crucified in, in, in a box and says, Well, I kind of needed you, but I don't, because look look at my resume. I've done more than you have done in in all my life than you did in three years. Right? So This feeling saved is just drenched in our pride. It's so drenched in our resume. And so if we have a better resume, we feel more saved. If we have a less or lack of, then we feel less saved. But I say this, though, that Christ has given us his resume. He has given us what the Bible will call, it will be, justification he died so we don't have to he died the death that we should have died and he lived the life we couldn't live and so now the father sees us but sees his son because on a day-to-day basis we live to reflect christ we live because our salvation does not hinge us upon feelings, our salvation hinges upon what Christ did on Calvary. And so next time you start thinking about my feelings and and how do I feel, am I I saved, am I not saved? Remember, condemnation does not come from God. That comes from the devil. Romans 8 says you're no longer condemned. There is no condemnation those who are in Christ. Now, I would say to those who may think they're... They're Christians, false converts. To evaluate yourself, and and, and pray to God, and, and and pray that you are a true regenerate Christian. That you're not just playing pretend. That you're not playing pretend, and that you're trying, by God's grace and God's strength, not by your own, to walk a holy and righteous life. To be transformed by the renewing. Of the word to be changed your thought life your thinking life your the things you see you don't no longer see And, and it's not that because you've gone through a transformation you know that you're saved but because of what the bible says because of what christ has said you are saved you have eternal life i want to go to one last verse and we'll close up we'll go to john 11. A lot of you guys are probably thinking, like, I knew he was going to go there. Now, this verse has a lot um, because this verse has a lot to do um, with some past past history. And so it was one of my comforting verses, specifically because Christ is speaking here directly about life. And he says here, Jesus said to her, speaking to, to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall live. And where, and, who, and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe in this? Christ is life. Christ is the resurrection. And he offers that to us. Not based on feelings, but based on facts. And so... Again, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you guys for just checking out another episode of mine. I appreciate you guys for the feedback, for listening, um, the comments. And um, help me out with uh, Apple Podcasts. If you guys are listening to the Apple Podcasts, uh, leave a review. And a comment is only helping me kind of like just launch this podcast upward. And the more reviews I have, the more comments I have, the more people listen. And the broader of a scope I get. So, again, guys, thanks a lot for everything. And um uh, i have open for donation if you guys are more than willing all the money will be going towards equipment and um bettering the the content and and whatnot so again may the grace of god and the peace of the holy spirit guide every single one of you and everyone else you see all this in christ's name amen